0: This is a summary of Act 1, Scene 1 of King Lear, looking at the most important parts of the scene. So Lear starts off in front of the nobleman and in front of his daughters and their husbands, telling them what he intends to do, what his intentions are. And when he speaks... He uses the royal we, so he doesn't say I want to do, he says we, okay, to show his power and the fact that he is a king. So he starts off by telling everybody that he intends to divide up his kingdom into three parts. He uses lots of imperative verbs, we shall express our darker purpose. Give me the map there. Know that we have divided in three our kingdom and tis our fast intent to shake all cares and business from our age, conferring them on younger strengths while we unburdened crawl toward death. So he doesn't want power any longer he wants to give up his power give it to younger strengths that is his daughters who are younger and more energetic so that he can relax until the moment that he needs to die so relax in his old age and the use of the verb crawl reminds us of children So as he becomes older, he becomes more and more childlike. He says that he thinks dividing his kingdom into three will prevent future strife. So he says that future strife may be prevented now. This is ironic because dividing up his kingdom does not prevent but causes conflict because his daughters will argue um, and he's going to send one of his daughters away to France as well, causing conflict between France and England as well. So what is he asking his daughters to do to prove how much they love him? Which of you shall we say Doth love us most. So he's setting them a challenge to declare their love for him. So it's quite a vain thing to ask, especially in front of an audience. So he asks Goneril to speak first. So what does Goneril say? She says, Sir, addressing him in the polite, formal way, I love you more than word can wield the matter so she's using comparisons here she's not actually describing her love but saying it's more than words can express so it's quite superficial and empty everything is more than so dearer than eyesight space and liberty using comparatives there, beyond what can be valued rich or rare, no less than life with grace, health, beauty, honour, as much as child ever loved or father found, a love that makes breath poor and speech unable beyond all manner of so much I love you. So by using those comparisons, she doesn't actually say what her love is like it's very empty. So as Cordelia listens to her oldest sister, she starts to become afraid and worry. And the asides tell the audience this, what shall Cordelia speak? Love and be silent. So it's clear that she loves her father, but she's not going to be able to express her love in the way that he wishes. So King Lear is very happy with this response and says he will give her a third of his kingdom, showing it on the map that he has asked to be given. Then he moves on to Regan. Our dearest Regan, what says our second daughter? So Regan's response is very clever. It's quite hard to go second. She has to be equal or even better than her sister. So she says exactly that. I am made of the same self-metal as my sister and prize me at her worth. But then she goes further to say, in my true heart, I find she names my very deed of love. So she has described exactly my feeling of love. Only she comes too short that I profess myself an enemy to all other joys which the most precious square of sense possesses and find I am alone felicitate in your dear highness's love. So she says that she loves him so much that everything else is nothing compared to her love for her father. And that is the only thing that makes her happy. So Cordelia is even more worried now. She says, poor Cordelia, what what am I going to say after my two sisters have answered in this way, which I cannot do? But then she says, I'm not poor, yet not so, since I am sure my love's more ponderous than my tongue. So her feeling is much deeper than anything words can express. She's sure of that. So when King Lear finally comes to Cordelia, he says, our joy. So he has said to Regan, our dearest, but he uses joy for Cordelia. And he expects her to say something even better than her sisters so that she can get an even more important part of his kingdom. So her response is nothing, my lord. So this is a shock Nothing, he asks. Nothing, she replies. Nothing will come of nothing. Speak again. So we have nothing repeated five times in four lines. And this is going to be a very important theme as King Lear will be reduced to nothing in the middle of the play. And he has lost everything through his own mistake that he's making here, dividing up his kingdom. Cordelia's response is daring and dangerous, but she has to be true to herself. Unhappy that I am, so she wishes she could, but she cannot speak in that way. I cannot heave my heart into my mouth. I love your majesty according to my bond, no more, no less. So I can't describe my love. I feel it, but it's impossible for me to express in a a poetic way. So Lear starts to get really angry here. How? How? Cordelia. So these exclamations and questions show his anger. Mend your speech a little, lest you may mar your fortunes. So he's giving her advice here. Say something better, otherwise you're going to be in danger. So Cordelia says something very interesting here. She says why have my sister's husbands if they say they love you all? So they say, Regan says, I only love you, father, but she has a husband who she loves. So she is therefore suggesting that Regan and Goneril are lying. They're not telling the truth because they love their husbands. They don't only love their father. So she's saying that when I shall wed, that lord whose hand must take my plight shall carry half my love with him. Okay, so if she does get married, half of her love will go to her husband and half will remain with her father. So at the end of this extract, we see what King Lear finally says to his daughter. Um, So young and so untender. So this untender, he expects a child to honour, love and worship a father, a mother, especially a king. But she's saying, I'm not untender, I am true. So King Lear, at the end of this section, he says, that's enough. I don't consider you to be my daughter anymore, a stranger to my heart and me. Hold thee from this forever." my sometime daughter. So you used to be my daughter, but now you are nothing to me.